This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Hey friends, I'm Dan Foster. I'm pastor and host of the radio program Grace Thoughts. Grace Thoughts is heard on this great radio station from Monday through Friday at 12 noon during the lunch hour. Remember Jeremiah's famous prayer to God. Thy words were found, and I did eat them, and they were the joy and rejoicing of my heart. Saturday, June 6th, The Amazing Grace School of Dance presents an original ballet drama, Esther, for such a time as this. Come, join Amazing Grace School of Dance for their 10th annual celebration performance as they present the ancient story of Esther for such a time as this. The cast is made up of over 130 Amazing Grace School of Dance students, friends, and local talented actors who are excited to present the story of how one girl was able to save an entire nation from destruction. After Hadassah's family is brutally murdered, she is taken in by her uncle Mordecai, who raises her as his very own daughter. Years later, after Queen Vashti is banished from the kingdom, King Xerxes and his royal advisors decide that they must find a replacement. They summon all of the young maidens of Persia to the palace. As Hadassah is being taken away by the king's guards, her uncle advises her to hide her Jewish descent and he changes her name to Esther. While in the palace, the girls are given a year's worth of beauty treatments to prepare them for one night with the king. But only one will become the king's true love, his queen. In the end, because of Esther's bravery and love, she was able to thwart Haman's evil plan to kill off the Jews. Come and join Esther in her adventure as she manages to save an entire nation with her love and bravery. Esther presented 5 p.m. Saturday, June 6th at Sunrise Theater, 117 South 2nd Street, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34950. For tickets, call 772 772- 461-4775 or visit sunrisetheater.com The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hey Billy, what you doing next Saturday? Nothing, why do you ask Justin? I wanted to invite you to my housewarming party. I'd love to come. How were you able to afford a home? You've always rented just like me. A friend told me about Ed Myers. Who? Ed Myers. He's a realtor with Century 21 All Professional. Ed told me about a great financing program for first-time buyers. What program? Well, if you're a first-time buyer or haven't owned a home in the last three years, you could qualify for up to $10,000 in down payment assistance and move into a home with little money of your own. With home prices and interest rates going up, there's no better time to buy a home than now, and no more landlord. This sounds like something I need to check out. What's Ed Meyer's number? 772-342-0047. What's that again? 772-342-0047. I'm calling Ed Meyer's today. Maybe you could come to my housewarming party soon. I'll be there. The 
Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Access Able Designs and owner Alan Garrett for their underwriting support of this week's program. Hello, my name is Alan Garrett, and I'm the owner of Access Able Designs. A diving accident 31 years ago changed my life physically in a way that left me quadriplegic. However, 15 years ago, I dove into Jesus Christ, which changed my life spiritually forever. The combination of the two have given me the unique opportunity to help others. At Access Able Designs, we offer a creative line of bathroom accessibility products, such as folding shower and bathtub benches, as well as our exclusive patented toilet transfer bench. Our products are commercial grade, stainless steel construction, and built to last. They're also available in custom sizes. Our line of ADA compliant swimming pool lifts are a big seller with hotels, commercial properties, and homeowners. Our products can be seen at accessabledesigns.com as well as my personal life story. I look forward to hearing from you. For more information, you can contact us at 877-853-7816. That number again is 877-853-7816. Good morning. I'm Pastor Ed Day, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Bumgardner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And we shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. So grab a pen, take some notes, let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. Last week, we talked to you about the power of the Holy Spirit. Everybody remember that? Somebody shout power. power. Talked about the power of the Holy Spirit. Today, we're going to stay uh, talking along that same line, but I want to talk to you today about the day is what gives us the authority to walk in that power, to operate in that power. Somebody say power. power. Now say authority. authority. Amen. Open up your Bibles to Mark chapter 1 and verse 16. I'm going to try to roll right into this. Mark chapter 1 verse 16. And as he walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. Then Jesus said to them, follow me, and I will make you become fishers of men. Come on, let's say that again in verse 17. Then Jesus said to them, everybody together, follow me, and I will make you become fishers of men. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you this morning for the power of the Holy Spirit in this house. I thank you for the authority of Jesus' name. Lord, that every chain can be broken today, every thought process, every addiction, God, every sickness, every disease can be healed, God. Lord, every demonic impact, every force of darkness broken today in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you that we have the authority to proclaim that, and it's by your power that it's done. Somebody say, he gives me power. Now say this, he gives me authority. I mean, no, Jesus comes along in the New Testament, and he comes along as the fulfillment of everything that people had been looking forward to for thousands of years. All through the Old Testament, through the 4,000 years of the Old Testament, they had been looking forward to this Jesus, this Messiah to come. The Bible says it this way. It says, the fullness of God dwelt in Jesus bodily. He was the picture of everything that God intended for man to be. Come on, amen? Amen. In the Old Testament, there were basically three offices. 
are three functions that Jesus begins to demonstrate to us in the New Testament. In the Old Testament, there were priests. The primary function of a priest was that he was to be an intercessor or to be a mediator or a go-between between God and man. He, He taught the people how to worship God. He taught the people how to make offerings and sacrifices to God. He taught them what God wanted from their life. Next, there were prophets. Everybody say prophets. Prophets Prophets were basically proclaimers. They proclaimed the word of the Lord to the people of God. They declared what it was that God was saying to the people. They declared what God's heart was. They basically preached. They basically revealed God's intentions to the people. How many know Jesus was a priest? Come on, amen. Hebrews chapter 4 says that we have a high priest that has been touched with, our feel, with the feelings of our infirmity. In other words, Jesus became a man so he could feel what you feel. He wanted, God wanted to know what we went through. God wanted to know how we fell. He understands. I mean, God understands what it means to be rejected. He understands what it means to be despised. He understands what it feels like to be hurt. He understands what physical pain is. He, he knows what it is to face death and have a death sentence on his life. He's been affected by everything that affects our life. I mean, you know, he knows what it was to have, uh, to what it, what it meant to have to overcome temptation. He was tempted. God had to become a man in order for him to be able to experience any of that stuff. Because how many know, God don't experience temptation. God don't experience pain. God don't experience sorrow. So God became a man so he could experience and feel what you and I feel. And then he became a priest so that he could be the mediator between us and God. How many glad Jesus is your priest today? Come on, how many glad Jesus is interceding for you today? He's praying for us, amen? How many know Jesus was also a prophet? Somebody say he was a prophet. That literally means that he was a proclaimer. The Bible says that Jesus came preaching. Everybody say preaching. Preaching. He was not just a teacher. He was a preacher. He proclaimed the things of the kingdom. Jesus came proclaiming the good news. He declared things. He decreed things. He also discerned things. He knew how to read people's mail. Come on, amen. Remember, he came to the woman at the well, and she said to him, she said, I perceive you are a prophet. And he said, well, since you perceive me as a prophet, I'm going to go ahead and prophesy over you. The man you're with ain't your husband, and you've been, left, you've been married five times and left those five. I mean, she probably wished she had a perceived him to be something else. But it was the truth. It was the truth. He saw, and, and he just began to discern her life and see into her life what was wrong and what needed to be fixed and what was broken and what needed to be repaired because he knew, watch this, he wasn't trying to condemn her. He wasn't trying to make her feel guilty. In fact, the Bible says that he never condemns her. What he did is tell her that what she's going after can never be satisfied with temporary water, that he comes along to gives her a water that doesn't run dry, a water that will satisfy every part of her life and satisfy satisfy her soul and satisfy her body. Come on, help me somebody. He's talking about the water of the Holy Ghost. He said, I want to do something for you that you can't even imagine what I want to do. So there was the priest in the Old Testament. Everybody say priest. And there were prophets in the Old Testament. And Jesus was both in the New Testament. But the third one's the one I want to talk to you about today. And here's the third office that I want to talk to you about. How many know there were kings in the Old Testament? Somebody say king. Hmm? How many know Jesus came to the world to reveal to us that he is the king? Come on, huh? Hmm? He's king over it all. He's king over everything. Amen? Listen, I want to tell you this this morning. He's not going to be king. 
He is king. He's not a king. He is the king. He's king over it all. A few weeks ago at Palm Sunday, we talked about how Jesus came in on, on the little cult and they were saying, Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. They were recognizing him as the messenger of the good news and, and that this new kingdom was now appearing on the earth. And there's the celebration of him as becoming the one that comes in the name of the Lord. There was also recognition that his kingship and the kingdom was beginning to appear in our reality that we live in here. In fact, when they crucified him, Pilate put a sign over the top of the cross and it read, King of the Jews. Y'all remember that? King of the Jews. What Pilate did not understand is that he wasn't just king of the Jews. He was the king of Pilate and he was the king of Rome and he was the king of Syria and he was the king of the entire world. He was king over it all. Come on. Hallelujah. He's king. Somebody shout. He's the king. And now we're going to take a break from the message. We will be rejoining Pastor Jason in just a minute, but first I want to take the opportunity to tell you about Truth Church. Truth Church is located in the heart of St. Lucie County at 3891 Edwards Road in Fort Pierce. Our Sunday worship services are 9 and 11 a.m. Truth Church is a non-denominational Pentecostal church, and there's a ministry for the whole family at Truth Church, whether it's children's church, youth group, senior meetings, there's something for everyone. If you are new to the area or you're looking for a home church, we invite you to come and join us. First, you will be our guest, and then you will be our family. Truth Church, a place for everyone. So the early church, we begin to declare what we say today, and we still say it all over the place. We even wrote a song about it. Jesus is Lord. Say that with me. Jesus is Lord. Amen. So how many you know when they went around during the early church saying Jesus is Lord, by default they were saying Caesar is not Lord. Augustus is not Lord. Jesus is Lord. Because how many of you know you can't have two Lords? You can't have two masters. You can't have two supreme kings. Either Jesus is the king of your life or he's not the king of your life. So Jesus comes to us and he says, I want to be the king in your life. I'm, I'm coming to you as the one who has all authority over your life. Not a little bit of authority, but all authority. Somebody shout all authority. Mm. So pastor, what does that mean? Well, how many of you know, because he had all authority, that's what separated him from all the other people, all the other teachers and all the other rabbis and all the other priests and all the other prophets of his day. It caused the people and it caused the Pharisees to be confused because they could not understand how this Jesus operated with so much authority, how he talked with so much authority, how he moved with so much authority. The Bible says that he would speak to the wind and the wind would stop. He would speak to the waves and the waters would be calm. He spoke to dead people and they come up out of the grave. When he spoke, things began to happen. God was always giving little instructions, and when people followed the instructions, miracles began to happen. Huh? He's put some mud in one, dude, one blind dude's eyes, and he said, go wash. Mm. I mean, that was a little bit out of the normal. That didn't just happen all the time. There was something special going on with Jesus, and, and he came with such authority, and he moved with such power. And let me tell you something. Jesus was not afraid of anything. He wasn't intimidated by anybody. 
Didn't matter what people said about him, what people did. Jesus was not afraid. When I went to church and I was little and I went to Pentecostal church, we were afraid of everything. We were afraid of all the stuff that was going on. Come on, there's still people today in the church that are afraid of everything. They, 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 they bind up and cast out and tear down all day long and still go home full of fear. Hmm? We were afraid of the Antichrist, and we had a bunch of Antichrists back then. We knew who they all were. Everybody had this person was going to be the Antichrist, that person was going to be the Antichrist. In 1988, there was a book written that said, 88 reasons why God, Jesus is coming back in 88. And then in 1989, they wrote another book, 89 reasons why he didn't come back. Come on, help me, amen. We were looking to everywhere and to anybody for the answer. The generation before me, they were convinced that Hitler was the Antichrist. And then when Hitler killed himself, then they said, oh, it must be Mussolini. And then Mussolini got killed. And then they didn't have no more Antichrist. And then a little bit long, a little bit later, along come the late 70s and the early 80s, and all of a sudden we got Gorbachev. And Gorbachev, he's over the whole Soviet Union. He's got this big birthmark on his head. And everybody goes, oh, the Antichrist is going to have a big birthmark on his head. Gorbachev is the Antichrist. He's the Antichrist. We better be watching out. He's got that birthmark on his head. He's the Antichrist. And then the Soviet Union fell apart. And Russia kind of fell apart. And, and Gorbachev is gone. And we didn't know who it was. We were just always afraid. Come on, how many of you know what I'm talking about? And we had, we had, that, backward, we had that backward mask, and we used to get the black vinyl records and put them on the record player and, and get some old rock and roll songs, and we'd take them and we'd spin them backwards. Hello, I'm taking you to hell. And everybody start casting demons out of the record. You can't go to an Eagles concert. You can't do this. They're all full of the devil. Come on, is this helping anybody today? Huh? And now we got MP3s and digital CDs and digital music and downloads and we can't play nothing backwards. Huh? Technology done got rid of the devil. I remember the first time I went into Publix as a kid and they had this scanner at the checkout line and, and people were going bleep, 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 bleep. And I'm like, wow, that's pretty cool. And then I went to an event, I went to a service and there was an evangelist in there and he, he pulls out a soda pop with a, with a barcode on it and holds it up. And he taught, he preached for two hours about how the barcode was the mark of the beast. Y'all remember that? Anybody remember that stuff? We're afraid to buy anything with a barcode. We're standing in public going, no, I'm paying cash. And you better put in the numbers. We ain't buying into that mark of the beast stuff. Come on, somebody. Huh? We ain't got to be afraid of nothing. What I'm saying is Christians have a relationship with somebody that has all authority. And we keep acting like we're the most afraid people in the world. Huh? We're afraid of the culture. We're afraid of politics. We're afraid of who's in the White House and who's getting elected here and who's getting elected here. I ain't afraid of none of it. I serve a great big God and he's king over all of it. Praise the Lord. Listen, Psalms 24 says this. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. That means you and I, we don't have to be afraid of anything. We ain't got to be afraid of our neighbor. We ain't got to be afraid of the sheriff. We ain't got to be afraid of the criminal or the crook or politics or anything. We got God on the inside of us. I got a relationship with Jesus. And Jesus has all authority in everything in heaven, everything in the earth, and everything under the earth. There ain't nothing going on that Jesus ain't got authority over. There ain't no authority above his authority. So that means today you ain't got to live your life afraid. You ain't got to live your life intimidated. You ain't got to be afraid of nothing. You don't have to withdraw from society. 
See, that's what the devil wants to do. He wants to intimidate us to go withdraw from society and go buy a cabin up in the mountains and dig a big hole in the backyard and make us a bunker so we can survive the tribulation. Give me a break. You ain't going to survive it. We all going to heaven. It's temporary. Don't waste your money. If you want to do something with your money, buy a bunch of people and feed them and get some food in their belly and give them the gospel message of Jesus Christ so they can get into heaven too. Oh, come on, y'all. Is this all right? God didn't call you to withdraw. He called you to infiltrate, to change this world. Listen, when you show up for work tomorrow, you ain't got to go in there being all shy and backwards and I don't want to be an undercover Christian. Acting like you got to hide the gospel from somebody. No, you go in there with your head up high. You go in there and you walk in that room and you say, when I walk into the room, listen, y'all to be glad I showed up for work today because when I stepped in here, the atmosphere changed. When I stepped in here, love came in, joy came in, peace came in. When I came in here, I got God on the inside of my heart. When I came in here, all that evil went out. You ought to be grateful that I work here. We need to stop backing away from this mess. How did Jesus demonstrate his authority as king? This is what he said in the next next set of verses, he said, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. He demonstrated that authority over individual destinies. Write this down. Number one, he has authority over individual destiny. He has authority over individual destiny. In other words, he's the one who has the ability. He's the one that has the power. He's the one who has the right to shape my life and shape your life this morning so that I live out the very reason that I was created for. See, first of all, you got to understand that you're not a mistake. And then after you get that down, then you got to understand that God created you for something. You're not just taking up space on Facebook. I mean, you know that before you surrendered your life to Jesus, you really don't fulfill what God created you for. You're just existing. You're just existing within time, waiting to have an encounter with Jesus so you can live your purpose. You can do a lot of things. You can be successful. But you still won't be fulfilling the purpose that God had created you for. Listen, the first thing we need to understand as people is that we were created for a reason. There is a purpose behind this. And that purpose is that we bring glory and we bring honor to God. God wants our life to be an expression of love towards Him. That we are His children. Amen. That our life brings honor to Jesus. So Jesus comes down here. He's walking down the seashore. And the Bible says one of the first people that He come to are Simon and Andrew. Everybody say Simon and Andrew. He comes to them and he says to them, follow me and I will make you to become fishers of men. I love it. Follow me and I will make you to become fishers of men. Everybody say become. First John, first John chapter one says to as many as received him to them, he gave the power to become, become. It's an interesting word. Don't you think? The first thing that the power of God works in our life is it gives us the power to become. You say, well, what does that mean? How many in here, by a show of hands, are glad you're not what you used to be? Come on, amen. You're not who you used to be. Amen. Well, we got a lot of honest people in here. Some of y'all just not being honest. It's okay, all right? Hmm? How many of you would be honest enough to admit that you're not everything that you could be? I mean, you could be something else. So what does that mean? That means that all of us are in the state of becoming. 
We're becomers. We're becoming what God intends us to be every day of our life. We're living out our life. We're becoming everything that he set before us. We're living the dream every day. We're fulfilling purpose every day. Somebody shout, I'm becoming. Hmm? And here's what he said. He said, if you will come and follow me, I will make you become fishers of men, which was their purpose. These guys, for their life, it was their purpose to become fishers of men. He said, I'm going to make you fulfill the purpose for what you were created. How many know when God comes to you, he says, I'm going to make you fulfill the purpose for what you were created. If you will, follow me. The only way you're ever going to become what you were created to become is if you follow Jesus. Somebody say, I got to follow Jesus. Thank you for joining us today for The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Bumgardner. I hope you tune in again each day, Monday through Friday at 11 a.m., right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or make a love gift, you can call 772 461 8555. For more exciting information on our church, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. I'm your host, Ed Day, and I'll see you next time on The Revealing Truth. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hi, this is Ed Myers, Realtor with Century 21 All Professional and member of the National Association of Realtors. Whether you are buying, selling, or renting a home, understanding the market can be essential. I'm a Century 21 top producer, recipient of the Century 21 Presidential Award, Century 21 Centurion Award, and Quality Service Pinnacle Award. I proudly serve the United States Marine Corps, and now I'm specializing in serving the Port St. Lucie, Stewart, Fort Pierce, West Palm Beach, and surrounding areas of the Treasure Coast. Real estate is the key to building long-term wealth, whether you're looking to buy, sell, or rent a home, a first-time home buyer, or an investor. Letting an experienced professional with a proven track record can make all the difference. I would love the opportunity to help you. You can reach me by phone or text at 772-342-0047. Again, that number is 772-342-0047. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org.